Hi, I'm Brittany Ashley, your host of Breaking Norms, Building Dreams, your guide through this transformative journey in both business and life. This is your place crafted for dreamers, doers, or anyone who has been told they can't. Get ready as we challenge those narratives together. You're tuning in live to the United Public Radio Network, airing on 105.3 and 107.7 FM in New Orleans. We are streaming on all the popular platforms every Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Join me for a candid and thought-provoking conversation celebrating your unique journey because you are worth it. Hello, everyone. Uh, We are pre-recording today, but let's dig in. Welcome to Breaking Norms, Building Dreams. I'm your host, Brittany Ashley. As mentioned, I'm pre-recording because we have family day on Monday here in Canada. And so Nadine and I would like to take some time off and be with our loved ones. Uh, We are on United Public Radio Network and UFO Paranormal Radio Network 105.3 and 107.7 FM in New Orleans. Get ready to escape the routine and join us for the next hour as we break norms and build dreams. Thanks for coming back, Nadine. I'm so excited to have you again. Me too. Thank you for having me. And we have a wonderful topic today as well. We do. You all maybe have read the title. We're chatting about navigating parenthood and career transition, which is a big one, that's for Mm -hmm. sure. Um, I'll just do a quick little bio on you, Nadine, and then get you to kind of state more if people have not even heard the other episodes so they can still get to know you. Um, Nadine is an international and certified coach helping ambitious moms get their mojo back, go after more, and the thing they can't stop being thinking about personalized one-on-one coaching experiences, going at a pace that works for them, baby steps or giant leaps, moms feel more energized, confident, and powerful when they go for what they truly want. When when Nadine doesn't power up, moms, she runs their, oh, moms run their world with ease and passion. She's likely taken a moment for herself with reading books and family time in Vancouver, Canada, which we just mentioned is coming up on the 19th, which we'll be releasing this show. Um, so if there is other comments that you, after listening to our pre-recorded show, please still leave them. We will circle back because Nadine's coming back in the next month. I can't even remember what month we're in. I'm not even joking. <laughs> <laughs> just looking at my calendar here, I'm like, wait a minute, what month? <laughs> Nadine's right. going back March. <laughs> Yeah, we're coming back in March. I'm super excited about this too. And thank you for having me back in the first place. Yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed uh, our first session and uh, it seems to have resonated with the uh, with the listeners too, looking at the uh, listening in numbers <laughs> just on stream. Yes. It was kind of a super positive surprise. So um, hopefully this will um, be an equally uh, valuable session and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, with lots of takeaways and getting parents to take some action. Yeah, I'm getting comfortable too for this discussion. So everybody who's like just coming in and not sure what to expect, sit comfortably because we're digging in deep today. Um, as we mentioned, Nadine has been on the show prior, but maybe Denise, uh, Nadine, just kind of do a little retake of what I just said there, just so people can understand who you are. I already know who you are because we've collaborated on so many different projects together. Right. Um, that's why I'm super always pumped to have you in every month. Yeah, well, thank you. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Thankfully, it's radio, not always just <laughs> <I know. blush. laughs> 
Um, so yeah, I mean, you've you've said it all basically. Um, I am a mom. I'm a certified international coach. I coach I, um, many mothers. Uh, even though I did have actually some fathers um, recently too, which was super interesting. Um, coaching them on. You know, usually the things that they can't stop thinking about. Oh, I just mentioned actually in North America, I've got some clients in Europe, even someone in Australia, which I'm super stoked about. Um, and so, yeah, I'm coaching them on, on the, usually it's the thing they can't stop thinking about. So just recently mm -hmm. I talked with someone, it's like, you know, I've had this idea about running my own business for a long time, but they were in a, um, in a corporate position and uh, then things started shifting and they're like, you know what, actually what, what if what if i do do that thing um and they've been running their business successfully for uh, for quite a while and so this is usually where the the sweet spot the time when i come in it's like some uh external or some sort of like crossroads in your life or it's like oh what if there is more there has to be more than this gray grind there has to be a bit more passion and life here um and so whether that's you know staying with corporate career getting back into that climbing up the career ladder doing your own thing not going back to the workplace after you know maybe maternity leave or mm -hmm. any sort of other things this is where I, I usually come in and I get as you can hear right now super excited yeah. <laughs> uh about that and um yeah it's just it's very fulfilling work uh, for myself as well mm -hmm. i love that and i like definitely agree with you about coaching i love coaching so much mm -hmm. i love to be able to um because i do wear many hats when i do coach so i i talk with uh the particular person i'm coaching with i'm like oh we're in the coaching realm or do you need this teacher cat here and mm -hmm. then i organically through each kind of session, but I love to put more of the coaching hat because sometimes we get so caught up in the, the, the craziness in the world. Sometimes we forget to think for ourselves or we're um, get kind of influenced by other opinions and all that. We sometimes kind of get jungled up and not really understanding or being in alignment to our true values. Um, That's so powerful about coaching, right? It's like, and especially, I want to say as parents, when everything is just loud, like literally you have your kids screaming around and running around, you have your business, maybe your boss is around, then you have your own thoughts that are just like, ah, I should have done all of this, my, yeah. you know, never ending to-do list. So it's all just very loud constantly. And with coaching, it's taking a step back and it's like, actually, hang on, what do I truly want? right? What actually really resonates with me and it's like tuning out all the, <laughs> all the, the noise and even our own, um, like self-sabotaging thoughts sometimes like, ah, oh, I could never do this or I should have known better. And all of a sudden, like, let's, you know, get rid of all that stuff That's and, so um, really, you know, look at what, what deeply resonates. Mm -hmm. I love that you're saying that, um, you're coaching with dads now too, because, that's the way I think we need to kind of open up a little bit more. Yes, it's usually um, moms that take the kiddos, but we're seeing more of the norm of also dads coming in to it. Mm -hmm. um, there's split. Um, I know we have somebody on the team that did six months with the little one uh, right after he was born. And then at the six month part, the dad came in. Mm-hmm. And I personally want to see more, uh, I'm, 
I'm kind of going to challenge some listeners here. If you're a dad, um, building that community, because I think there's a lot more um, mom community, women communities out there that I think sometimes dads get kind of not left behind, but they're a little bit more quiet, reserved sometimes. Um, so it would be nice to see that come forward a little bit more for them mm -hmm. as well to have that space to talk. For sure. And specifically also in relationship to our topic today about mm -hmm. you know career changes and we're going to talk about it later on you know building your support network around it and obviously one of those things if you are in a male female relationship is mm -hmm. that um it also needs to be made easier for fathers to come in mm -hmm. and take over that role and have the support and it's not just mom and baby group it's parents mm -hmm. and baby groups right yeah. it's having at a very basic level, changing facilities at male bathrooms. <laughs> you know, it's like more paid paternity leave, um, mm -hmm. lots of different things that will essentially also make it easier for, say, the the the, the mothers to step up and uh, and go after what they really want in their careers. But I, I know it's kind of sidestepping. We haven't really planned about talking, talking no. about that. And I don't necessarily advo uh, advertise that I'm like focusing on um on fathers uh, coaching fathers as well but some something about the messaging seems to be um resonating and then it's like yeah sure. that's amazing because <laughs> i do think it's needed for sure for them mm -hmm. um i do know like i was completely one-on-one -on -one with my daughter so it was on maternity leave it was just me and her but then when we had my second uh, it was just a different dynamic. We were just trying to figure out because I started my business. So it's like, well, what does that look like? And luckily here in Canada, we do have maternity leave and we we're able to tap into it. And my husband has a good job. So we were able to make it work. Um, so it would be nice to kind of see like maybe like in different um, health centers too, um, to have that kind of like mini mini community versus just women. Cause I do see that that piece um, is more tailored to women, which is great. We do need it too. Um, not saying that, but it's just, it'd be nice to have, to see the both, especially yeah. the, you mentioned like the change room um, stalls. It's so true. Um, I know I was out, I, I think I was, I was dealing with one of the kiddos and my husband's like, I'll just go take it. I'll just go take them in. He's like, never mind. You have to go deal with it. Because there's no change rooms. That's <laughs> yeah. like, oh. It's like very simple things, right? Yeah. It's like accessibility. Mm -hmm. yeah. I'm excited to dig in today. So as we mentioned, navigating, navigating parenthood and career transitions. So many places um, we can go here. The, one of the one questions is, is how do you define bold moves in the context of navigating parenthood and professional aspirations? Mm -hmm. So bold moves is usually something that goes against the expectations and it means something different for someone else because it's a it's a scale, right? For someone to um for someone a bold move might be if they've been a say very successful corporate person, um not to actually go back, but really relishing and enjoying being a stay-at-home parent. And it's like okay, that's what you want to do. That's like a bold move. For mm -hmm. others, it might be, um, I don't know, it, it might be that you're, you've been 
caring for your family and everyone else 24 seven. And after being a stay at home mom for a while, you now want to start your own business or you've been with the same company or even say the same career for 10 years out or plus. And you suddenly like, actually, you know, I don't enjoy it anymore. I want to, I want something else like ditching career, like changing, totally changing careers or the company that everyone thought you were going to eventually retire in or, you know, any of those things. So going against expectations and, and yeah, from people around you, but also Mm, maybe your own expectations as well you know when you start saying oh yeah maybe I should be doing those things and stay on or maybe I should be going back to that same workplace or you know not apply for that leadership position etc so any of those things when it's like oh maybe I should be doing this like no don't <laughs> it's like what do you truly want and that's where this we come back to what I mentioned earlier is like the the listening into your own to your own needs and what is it that you actually truly want exactly. you don't have to necessarily think about how you're going to make it happen but just defining what that is that you want is is the first step exactly i find like when i was ready to make a bold move when i was in the organization it was really hard um it was it was kind of like I know that I wasn't happy all the things and luckily I end up having my daughter to make me figure out what bold moves um, I need to make. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's certain things that I was able to kind of navigate myself as as I kind of gone through the motion. Um, but I, I maybe you have some tips on just having if a parent, mom, dad is thinking of making that bold move of what that could even look like. For me personally, I think of just taking that time to reflect um, is important because maybe um, you're not happy. Maybe it's toxic or maybe it's a great work environment and you're just not challenged enough and you don't even know what to go to the next steps are. So it's kind of like a, I don't want to say maybe it is a pros and cons list. What do you think? It can be as simple as that, yes. Um, but usually, it needs to go a bit. It needs to go a bit deeper. So, for sure, on the pros and cons list, you'd have things like, "Am I going to be paid enough to pay my bills? You know, mm-hmm. is this is this actually something where I'm safe? Is the environment something where I can um, where I can flourish and where I can actually thrive, or is this a toxic thing? So, it's very like surface level things. Yeah. Um, but the clarity and um, about that and the the deeper things actually is super super important and something that I always tap in as one of the very first things when I when I start working with new clients is the self awareness and what's going on. So, why do you want to make that move? What's mm-hmm. what's really behind it? If it's purely on say the money side of things, that's cool too. If you're okay with it and it's a mindful thing, and mm-hmm. you're knowing everything else works out too, fair enough. Um, because you need to pay bills, <laughs> you need to pay bills too. But if you are already at crossroads and you do have a choice of where you can go, or you have a, a moment to really figure out not to do more of the same, only to end up in a different shade of gray <laughs> job. Um, you know, it's like really dig a bit deeper. And so knowing your why, what do you what are your strengths? What are your passions? And what's mainly coming, what it 
it's mainly coming down to something that sometimes sounds very um, woo-woo, I found, especially uh, specifically with people who haven't had coaching before or not really in that realm, is um, to know what you value. What are your personal mm -hmm. values? What do you value in life? What's important to you in life? Mm -hmm. So that could be something like, hey, I want autonomy and freedom. Um, yeah. What does that look like? You want, um, you really value being able to move forward in your career and mm -hmm. learn something around it. Or you maybe like uh, value family life. So if you value family life and your personal life, mm -hmm. you're likely going to be very unhappy in a company that pays you lots of money, but you're away for five times, you know, five days out of the week. Um, so knowing your values and aligning your decisions um, with them usually means that you'll be happier in the long term as well mm -hmm. it helps you make tougher decisions um because you know it's like it's your you're aligned and essentially you'll live a more fulfilled a more fulfilled life if you're basing your decisions on what you actually value in your life mm -hmm. and if you've done something like those before those exercises or something like that in the in the past they tend to change and shift a bit um especially during early uh, early parenthood um, yes. later on as well but what are your thoughts on that yeah I was just thinking about the conversation Kiki was in last week and just more or less chatting about um, it takes time also to find yourself and building that confidence mm -hmm. and when she's creating a huge event across Canada I'm so excited to see how this takes off and it's just really finding your inner confidence and being you that pretty much the, I would like to say that, that unapologetically you, authentically you stepping in because then you have that realm of confidence. And so imposter syndrome doesn't even exist anymore. Mm -hmm. By the way, it will always exist, but you're just learning how to quiet those thoughts. Yeah. Um, and you're able to tap more and be like, you know what, I'm going to stand up and say that these are wrong in the workforce, or I'm not going to even if you're not in a workforce and you have your own business, you set boundaries and you're going to show up and feel more confident and more aligned to those thoughts and you're going to be more empowered. Absolutely. Yes. Um, and with knowing your, what you value, what's important to you in life, especially at this time of your, uh, this stage of your life, it gives you a sense of, yeah, stability. It's like, ah, that's why I wasn't happy in this job. This is why I, I, I feel drawn to those types of things. Mm -hmm. um, it's that clarity and that awareness uh, goes quite a long way. Mm -hmm. um, and it it's also amazingly great for um, stress management as well, because you just know, it's like, this is this is why I make decisions. This is all in all in alignment, and yeah. um, the more you live in that um, and you show up more authentically, you and mm -hmm. you stay taking steps towards that ambitious goal that you have, the more confident you will gain in that. It takes a bit of initial courage to kind of step out on that, but yeah, the the courage will come as you do as well. But it's one of the apart from the clarity piece the confidence boosts uh, are some of the first topics we'll talk about. <laughs> I'm usually yeah. talking about with parents as well. Um, clarity, what do you value? Why do you want to do it? Setting up a plan and then confidence boosts and always showing up, okay, this is the progress you're making. And mm. um, 
Yeah. yeah. Initial leaning out and then just going for it. Yes. What do you think some common challenges ambitious moms face when trying to balance their professional goals and their roles as a parent? Whew, well, it can be tough, kind of. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, if the current situation isn't working for you, at some mm -hmm. stage, that bubble is just going to burst anyway. It's mm -hmm. just going to. If it's not working, you might as well take a step right now rather than for it to kind of just burst at mm -hmm. times when it's when it's not working. So it's the, you know, taking charge now of, of the situation and, and what's going on and um, being very mindful about where you are at, at your stage. Mm -hmm. um, again, being mindful about the impact that, say, a career change might have. Mm -hmm. What is your why? Why are you doing it? It's like that deeply connecting because it will keep you, it will keep you on track. Yeah. And um, essentially it will have an impact on the family dynamic. It will just, it, no. like either you'll have more time or time at different places. You'll shift some things around your routine. It will just have an impact. And mm -hmm. the more you're aware of, Again, the clarity <laughs> piece, the more you're aware of what impact that might have, a new job or even looking for one or starting your own business, um, the more you can then take steps towards it. So if you're, say, the default parent and mm -hmm. you've always had lots of flexibility around when you're picking up the kids, where you're going, last minute, you know, what everything that just comes up and you're always being able to reflect on it it might not necessarily be the case for the first year or two that much anymore when you're doing when you're having your own business mm -hmm. it may or may not impact that way um but it's important to be aware of how what the impact might be and the way to overcome this in my experience is mm -hmm. the anticipating it making a plan for it and communicating it ideally with everyone else in the household so even toddlers you can say you know I'm not able to bring you to daycare anymore in the morning or to you know this time it's going to be you know your partner who is going to do it or mm -hmm. you'll stay there longer or shorter um, you can bring everyone in and say hey what do you what do you think is a good way to 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 do this are we is everyone taking turns making dinner now because you have teens in the household and they also need to learn how to cook so every teen is you know well, that. Over, yeah you know <laughs> gonna make um, me some food <laughs> exactly so you know it's like or household chores mm -hmm. or you know maybe you're setting you're now setting up a um what do you call that like a like a a group of people who drive kids from one place to another it's like all parents come together basically and they take turns yeah carpool yeah. that thing <laughs> yeah. um you know everyone takes turns now to drive the neighborhood kids to the next match or whatever mm. um yeah. so brainstorm together i think anticipating is good clarity anticipating planning for it get everyone on board yes and see through it together you might never know what's what's coming up and how it might free up some time energy yeah. <laughs> resources what do you and think i 100 agree on all of that and also like communication is 
so big. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, like I've mentioned before, of like giving yourself grace because you're not going to figure it out right away. Absolutely. And I find that there's a lot of pressure in society of like, go to high school, go to college, go get that career, and you're good for the rest of your life, and then retire. Like that does not exist. It used to. <laughs> but the thing is, and then I don't even want to say it's a millennial thing. It's a Gen X. I do not like to stereotype because everybody's so different. We have our own groove. And for us to just be like, oh, that's a millennial thing. Like, that's like my biggest pet peeve. I can't, <laughs> I can't stress this enough. I'm like, you can't just say because I'm a millennial because X, Y, and Z. But the thing is, is that we're starting to realize as the world has shifted, as how has just the trends have gone and all the things people are starting to wake up and realize, you know what? I want work-life balance. I want to be able to drop my kids off at these times and be that person to pick up. Mm -hmm. You know what? I want these things. You know what? I want to start my own business because I've now realized I can put in for my own benefits, still have all the things and be successful. So looking at what defines success for you, I think is a big thing. And then also too is um, the communication, like I mentioned, but giving yourself grace of figuring it out through the chaos. Because I know I I joke that I'm a lifetime hippie of not figuring out what I want to do. And I'm still trying to figure it out. Everyone's like, you have all these things. But it's like, no, I'm still figuring it out. But I'm finally on the right path. But I have been in so many different jobs because I just didn't know why it didn't resonate with me or what was in alignment. And it's because I didn't have a coach and I love coaches, by the way, now every coach needs a coach. Yes. You <laughs> um, kind of have like that kind of conversation and to open the mind a bit more and dig deeper. And it's also self-discovery of finding how to navigate your own emotions as well and how to articulate them. Absolutely. It's the, uh, the, what kind of came to mind when you were saying all of this is being Mm -hmm. comfortable with kind of being uncomfortable and figuring it Mm -hmm. out, especially if you've always been someone who's kind of figured it out by yourself and then, Oh, (laughs) now what? Right. Uh, You're being, you're going through it and you're like, Oh, so there's more learning here. There's more that I didn't know. I didn't even know that I didn't know these types of things and, uh, and being okay with getting it, wrong and learning from it and then starting again adjusting and and taking it up and yes it totally does get easier <laughs> when yeah. you're having a coach there who's who's um, supporting you through the challenges or when life happens and the mm-hmm. deadlines you set for yourself aren't maybe necessarily you know are driving you nuts but you're your own worst enemy sometimes yeah. in this there's like lots of different things so the yes self-compassion giving mm-hmm. yourself grace and you're learning it. It's a cons- constant learning of discover, uh, journey of discovery and mm-hmm. and learning for sure. Um, yeah, yeah uh, that was just something I wanted to say. Oh yeah, around something came up when I first came to Canada. Um, I was looking like I had a a job, a leadership job in a in a corporate mm-hmm. career. So I, had, I led my own teams, a hiring manager, led an internal uh, women's business network. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'll just do more of the same. But I'll find a nice, like a company that really like resonates with me. And I'll just do that over here um, in in Canada. And it just didn't, mm-hmm. nothing really kind of fit for months. And um, eventually I got a coach. And I was like, you know what? But also there's this thing. 
I couldn't stop thinking about, <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, which was starting my own career. I just didn't know in what, like, how do I, like, what would I run my business on? And like, what was that? And um, I've done a bit of like self-discovery. These are all the things that I want. These are the things that I don't want. And um, eventually the idea came to me in, a, it's not actually the, the job that I have right now, but it's very related. Um, and it came to me in the shower and I knew right away, it's like that idea is exactly what I was looking for. I was terrified. I actually said out loud to myself in the shower, oh, yeah, I know we can't swear here. Um, <laughs> I was like, there was no way I could not go after what I had, what my idea was, because it literally ticked all the boxes, but I had mm -hmm. transferable skills, but yeah. no way to run my own business. <laughs> I was like, ah. How do I do this? But I was like, I was super excited about it. By the way, it was a, uh, a company. It was a, a coaching community. So I supported other coaches. It was a oh, huge amazing. network. Uh, yeah. Well, huge. Uh, but we had our own podcasts and, and stuff like that. Lots of events. And I, I loved it until I was like, oh, now, but now I want to do the coaching. I want mm -hmm. to support clients directly. Anyways, it's, it's the, I was freaking out. But I knew if I didn't go for it, mm -hmm. I would always regret it. I would always be like, what if? Why didn't I do it? Mm -hmm. um, so this is where, like, I've been there, done this, and I want to make sure everyone else is um, is going to follow their dreams and their passions. That's what I'm here for. Love that. It's so true. And that's the whole premise. Like, even, like, as some of you can see, like, I stumble on words because I'm super, like, I hate reading in public like I know it's just you and I my brain like I just going back in like high school flashes of like reading and I, learning how to read still because I was struggling with dyslexia and so I get really caught up in words and then my brain goes like spirals out of control but it's me pushing myself because I know I can do it um it's just like building that confidence as well and I know like once I built that confidence after doing a few shows, it's going to be like nothing for me. But right now I'm still like, oh, my goodness, like shaking the paper. <laughs> I know it's just us, but, you know, there's other people listening. Yeah, yeah I know. Well, I I know it's just us. Not, um, but I, I also love that you're just you're very unapologetic around it. It's like mm -hmm. this is what I do. This is who I am. This is how I'm still rocking life and parenthood and my career and you just go for it. I love that. Yeah. Well, thank you. And <laughs> I'm so excited to dig in deeper because we're almost uh, at the 30 minute marks here. So for those just tuning in, you're listening to Breaking Norms, Building Dreams. We are live on the United Public Radio Network and UFO Paranormal Radio Network 105.3 and 107.7 in New Orleans. Um, Let's get into some practical tips and strategies, if that's okay with you. Yeah. Kind of dig a little bit deeper on that. I know we did a high level, but maybe we can. Um, so one of the questions we have is, can you share some practical tips for ambitious parents concerning making career tra transitions to managing their family responsibilities? I know we talked about communication, but mm -hmm. is there any other ones? I know you and I have talked about um, technology before. Mm. Um, so we can, yeah. Is there anything else that kind of comes to mind there? Yeah. Um, so for one, I like you and me, we both know from <laughs> <laughs> own experience. Uh, if you're going to have a like full-time career or career change and you're 
parenting as well there's only so much time energy and you know resources that we both have so it's kind of be quite tight and we want to be mindful about how we're spending that that time mm-hmm. right um and you know very honestly about the the energy too you only have like <laughs> so much energy left in the day with all of it and so um, one of the ideas is to absolutely build out your support network. That includes, um, I know we're going into this deeper too, but obviously like maybe mentor, coach, um, people around you that are very supportive. Um, the other thing around it um, would be specifically if there's a very tied on, on time and energies like baby mm-hmm. steps like break it down don't go say you know i'm gonna have a job by next a new job by next week yeah. it's like okay what can you start with like look at those baby steps um so support network baby steps again the clarity is like what do you want and make a plan around it so you're not like doing all the things and they're not aligned but it's like what do you want and then the plan to get make that happen uh, mm-hmm. so you're not like um necessarily throwing spaghetti at the wall Mm -hmm. even though sometimes that is very necessary as well to see what actually resonates if you don't have any idea um and the clarity is difficult to get to but making a plan around the thing that you really want absolutely Mm -hmm. helps and then keeps you on track which leads to the other thing that you've just mentioned i think is very important too which is time blocking and put everything in the calendar like everything in the calendar starting with your own personal things so birthday parties shopping (laughs) family time going to you know hang out with other people and families your own self-care um time that you need as a parent everything that fills your own cup put that in the calendar and then fill it out and set your schedule um, and have some buffers in there yes (laughs) flexibility we talked about that last show and that's i i guess this show is also about what are britney's pet peeves (laughs) 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 going on another tangent of my pet peeves um is when you book in with somebody maybe it's a new business or whichever and their booking system doesn't book it within your calendar or they're like i'll book for you and send you the link and it's like no 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 i'm so busy i try to do like 15 mentor intervals for different meetings like i scatter them throughout the week because i'm i can only really work from nine to two so if you're not giving me a link to share it in my calendar i'm probably I won't be at that meeting. I can guarantee. <laughs> I'm like, oh, archive. <laughs> I don't know what you feel about that. Yeah, make it easy for the other person. It's like for everyone, even for yourselves. Like if you don't have it in your calendar, I put everything in. I have a shared calendar with my husband who's also working from home. And I have his work meetings, my work meetings. Obviously, coaching is confidential. So it's just says coaching session. Um no names or anything but i know you know it's like he knows okay the office confidential stuff da 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 i know when things are going on everything is in there mm-hmm. when someone is calling or supposed to call someone or something when someone's coming around it's just yeah. it makes it just make it easy on yourself it's like yeah. those systems um using 
apps, you know, if there's a Todoist app or there is time blocking app, there is an app to not let you use any social media for a certain time so you don't waste your time yeah. uh, and keeps you on track. I was like, all of those things make it easy on you to stay focused um, and yeah, not like show up and like really mindfully spend your time focused on the things that matter to you at the time. Yes. Um, I think that that really that really helps. And because, you know, life happens specifically with kids around, <laughs> there's always yeah. something happening. It's good to be generous with your own timelines that you're setting yourself um, mm -hmm. and have buffers in there. Just some yeah. flex, flex time. Not yeah. like back to back meetings usually isn't a good idea <laughs> in my experience. Even though they do happen. <laughs> and if if you're navigating through a career transition using, I personally don't like time blocks, but I like to kind of more or less list out things I have to do in the day. I kind of work a little bit better on that. Um, but just if you're in a career transition, listing out maybe like having 15 minutes a day to reflect on what career do I want? What direction I want to go into? What are my values? What are my boundaries? Because then you're going to help give that time for yourself to do a little bit more self-discovery as well. Like I'm still learning. I'm the kind of person that takes on like a hundred billion things and to help self care day. This is by the way, we're filming on Valentine's day. So happy self-love day. <laughs> I like to say, um, is just having those times for you so you can kind of have that big reflection. So maybe some people might not have uh, the ability or um, costs to hire a coach. So having like those little moments for you to self-reflect, meditate, or whichever is in alignment to you. Like for me, going out for walks, I personally like for quiet time, um, hiking or whichever. For me, for meditation, um, Kiki was talking about it at the last show. All I could think about it because she was saying you have to turn off your brain like how does that even work know, right how do you turn off the chaos in the brain especially with somebody who's self-diagnosed with adhd <laughs> <laughs> right so and that's where it it fits in with the it's always so noisy around around us and in our own head um mm. that sometimes we can't even we can't hear what our heart or our, you know, gut is, is telling us, what our gut feeling is saying, because it's just ah, constantly on high, um, on high alert. And it's the the reflection part. I I um, I really like as well. Uh, for some time, sometimes it doesn't necessarily even have to be fifteen minutes. It's like starting a like just grab any sort of paper or an app or you know where you put in notes and a gratefulness journal, like two minutes in the evening or um, what you enjoyed about today. When you're starting your day over a cup of coffee, jot down the three things. And this is a real challenge. Three things that you're going to accomplish yeah. that day with your work, with your say job change. What are three yeah. things you want to concentrate on and not writing a, like writing a resume from scratch 
changing all my LinkedIn profile and applying for 10 jobs. That's just not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> you need to break it down, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, I, I would love to see the person who can do a resume in one day. It's just not going to happen. But it's like, break it down. What are three actionable things that you can actually achieve on the day? Set yourself up for success. Be focused on those things. I feel like lately I'm like the resume queen. All my friends come to me. If this is live, they'd be commenting, being like, yeah, she does. <laughs> I do everybody's resume. Lucky for your friends. I'm I'm having those <laughs> I'm having those things uh, as a as a service on my website. It's like resume resume um resume audits, audits for LinkedIn profiles yeah. and um, interview prep. Yeah, I I don't I guess somehow I naturally incurred this piece <laughs> the funny thing is is that i'm like i love doing it for everybody i'm like yeah you should go um do x mind z you'll be so good at this and we sit down and do all the things and then they all end up getting like jobs into the government or whichever mm-hmm. i was trying to apply to the government i got like crickets i'm like what is wrong <laughs> it's always so much better uh, and easier when you're doing it for others than for right? yourself right that's <laughs> the thing about getting your own coaching questions thrown back at you it's like oh, no. <laughs> I'm like, no, don't you don't you coach me right now. <laughs> so funny. Um, what are uh, some by the way for anyone who's listening in and who is a coach or who you know, this is this is a real thing. It's a thing about, you know, coaches having coaches because everyone needs one in our opinion. Uh, but then also, you know, not liking the coaching questions. <laughs> Yeah, it's a it's a thing. And it's important to really find the one that resonates with you. I had that yeah. discussion with um, Nicole, one of our session our um, lives here, I think it was the second episode, and just kind of like navigating um, the red flags of coaching. And I dug a little bit deeper, what is coaching, what's consulting and all that. Um, and I really stated like, you and I both see um, Lindsay, who is also coming in the show, but not until April. I'm so excited. It's going to be a fiery one, I feel. Ooh, that's wonderful. I can't uh, wait. But they are just, I just love working with them so much. Um, I just love their passion, their their love of just helping other people. And not only that, like understanding somebody with ADHD to mm-hmm. neurodiversity and all the things. Like it's just, I've been through like the, the ringer and they are more considered of like sales consultant, like, but I, I call them a coach. I'm like, I don't care. I'm calling you a coach because you can call out my, my stuff when I need to be called out on and <laughs> bring questions back when it needs to be brought back to me and yeah. all the things. And like, I already said to them, I'm like, I hope you like me because you're stuck with me for life now. <laughs> But it's really big for anybody out there thinking of any kind of career transitions or anything like that, thinking about finding a coach that kind of really focuses into these areas. Because, and if you just don't resonate, give them, I don't know, maybe you have an idea on this, Nadine, of like how many chances should you give a coach that you're just kind of like testing the waters with? Because everybody has different packages. It's, it's difficult for me. The messaging, the messaging has to resonate and there has to be a personal connection. It's not necessarily like 
to be best friends. That's not what, what this is about. But it's more about do I... <laughs> We're coming back to the values. It's like, what do I what do I value? What do I want out of this? And is yeah. this person a good fit? Sometimes um, I've had coaches I, I sought out because they kind of scared me. <laughs> but I knew that I needed that. Mm-hmm. Um, for the particular topics that I was going for. Sometimes I need a more compassionate coach because of some personal um, things that I was going through. Sometimes it's someone who's a bit more, you know, can give me a, a kick in the butt and just say, yeah. hey, you know, come on, let's do this. Yeah. Um, so it needs to resonate for the, it's like, I think one try is enough to be honest mm-hmm. it's like where where else it's something so personal it needs to there needs to be a good a good fit and if you don't have a good gut feeling for whatever reason like I wouldn't necessarily s- stick around so just yeah listen maybe to some of their podcasts if you've seen them on video um, look at some of the um, the packages they're offering their messaging um, maybe get a most coaches actually offer a, a quick free call um, to see if there's an alignment. And if you have a bit of a uh, feeling, don't yeah. go for it. It's usually not not paying off neither for the coach nor for the <laughs> for the coachee. So um, yeah, if there if you can't feel like oh yeah, that's someone I can truly open up to and be honest with, mm-hmm. um, and you're always holding part of yourself back. Mm, no, just try the next coach (laughs) yeah that would be my experience what about you yeah well because I've been through a lot of coaches um and I did pay a lot of money and that's something that um Nicole and I chatted about and while we joke that we're the most expensive friends um but we found each other on the journey (laughs) sometimes you have to look at the positive and the negative yeah um but really, I think, too, like I do 100% agree with what you're saying there, too. Like with Lin- Lindsay, I was constantly like watching. Like I feel like just like a creep saying this. <laughs> I was always watching what they're posting. I was in their group. I wasn't sure. And so I ended up picking this other person completely because um, I didn't know that Lindsay assisted with maybe some of these topics that I was struggling with. And so that's why I picked this particular person. And it was all about, I'm going to get you. And that's the big thing is there's so many coaches out there. Like when you're starting a business, I'm going to get you to your 10K figure. Oh my God. Give me a break. It's like when you're starting your business, like you're like, oh, that sounds pretty. But you know, I've now learned. And that's one of the reasons why I became a business coach as well. I go between the two, but I do not state anything like that, because that does not resonate with what I'm trying to do. <laughs> it's important we talk about money. And yes. we will have a session on this. Um, yes. you, we will talk about it, maybe with a, a, an extra an extra guest in. Um, but yeah, it has to resonate. It's like, is it is it an authentic thing? Is it something that you really feel comfortable with? And um, I always see, and actually that's what I'm saying to uh, my clients as well. I want to be part of your mom village, your parent village. And the extensions, like I'm an extension of your support system. Mm-hmm. And it's so, so important to have people around you who are supporting you, who can mm-hmm. tell you yes or no to your face, even though that's maybe not what you want to hear. 
-hmm. and just be open and honest with maybe take you for a ride you might be you know emotional one day and the other one you're celebrating and the person is your biggest cheerleader you want someone like that on your side um and sometimes especially when you're a parent it's important to have people around you if you can that are supporting you in some ways so sometimes it's not it's sometimes it's support in the form of them just listening to you vent <laughs> or them being able to once that week pick up your kit from school on your behalf yeah. um so a support system could be you know your own family friends it could be neighbors could be another parent at school um yeah. at work that could be a it could be maybe your own manager if you're already in a company it could be uh, a mentor a sponsor at work obviously a coach we've talked about that um, already if you have internally in your corporation an employee engagement network so for instance mm -hmm. like um, a, a business women's network or a parenting network within your company that's a huge support system that you have right there um, others could be networking groups or professional groups in your area lots of things that if you're just very mindful around what type of support do you need and then seek those um those out um those support systems and build up your own i want to call it mom village mm. <laughs> um yes. i think that would be that would be very beneficial to yeah. i yeah, think going for what you want <laughs> yeah um mom vi village i even challenged those dads listening to create their yes. own village. Because <clears throat> what's a better way to break down those barriers of stepping it and doing more of that? Because mm. I needed. Um, I feel like we all have our like um, close friends and all of that, but it's nice to have also too like the, the village that has other kiddos and experience as well that they can like, oh, I'm going through X, Y, and Z with my five-year-old what are your intakes and obviously take things with a grain of salt as well um yeah absolutely mm -hmm. let's dig into a little bit of mutating an individuality and professional image um do you how about you share any kind of significant of uh, personal branding and professional images that ambitious parents navigating career transition can maintain a sense of style and confidence I think it's so individual, especially the style part. Uh, and I'm just thinking what I was wearing when I had a one-year-old. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it wasn't necessarily considered stylish. <laughs> and I was glad it was during the pandemic and everyone could just see, you know, top part and you didn't know. <laughs> it was like you were still wearing it Exactly. And, the you know, the floor was scattered with, like, kids toys and stuff like that um yeah. so it's it's very individual uh, around the style question i find um mm -hmm. where wh what stage in your parenthood are you at what's your business what's required by your business how do you want to lean into that requirement or stand out um because of that right do you want to make a statement mm -hmm. um is it important is it something that resonates with you so that's where I don't necessarily have a clear cut answer. Um, recently, I've actually for myself looked into mm -hmm. um, like a personal 
stylist or someone who is more not necessarily stylist but someone who can just tell me okay the colors that you've been wearing recently like you know I like going for some comfy dark blues and blacks every now and then mm -hmm. but hey here I show up with navy and some bright turquoise in it I have no idea it's like just you know instead of me scarring the internet and figuring out is that something for me or not <laughs> it's like yep. give me a professional opinion and I'm done with it right <laughs> Um, but I, I don't know if that's something that I may have done a, few, a couple of years ago. So it's a very individual um, thing, and it also depends where you where you want to go, what's important to you. Um, yeah. So not just necessarily for the sake of it, do it. Um, personal branding is also like how how you show up. Is it necessary for you? Is mm -hmm. it not like for the job that you're doing or not wanting mm -hmm. to do? Um, and um, yeah, I mean, just last week, actually, I was moderating a session at a uh, at the Women in Tech conference here in um, in Vancouver, and the session was actually around uh, creating a LinkedIn profile uh, and the, creating that professional network uh, mm -hmm. online um, that will actually give you a job and stand out. And I was doing some coaching around it and um, LinkedIn audits right there on spots, and it's. Like there's so much that you can look out for and mm. there's definitely some rules and things that are more effective than than others yeah. um but it's also something you can have fun with mm -hmm. it's not supposed to be a drag or chore it's like hey this is this is important to me because of xyz and this is how i want to show up so again the clarity piece comes in it's like the reason for why you want to do it how do you want to show up um yes. and then and then going for it yeah i, I know there's i think we all need a bit more fun it's like there is and maybe do research within your local um community because i know we have for example a non-for-profit that helps women to transition into careers and they dress them up Yes. So they feel confident in their interviews. So try seeing what's within your local community because you just never know. Um, you might not even not even thought of it to be honest. So like yes. I didn't know that I end up stumbling on this non for profit um, a while back, and I was like, oh, that's so I love that. I love that. Um, I love finding these neat little non for profits, and I love to promote. <laughs> yeah, and on top of that, you'd have. It's another network, right? Mm -hmm. It comes back to having your support network there as well, because it's uh, that particular charity that you're referring to. They have, there's lots of other resources available within that network as well. And you're meeting other people who are, you know, who you can support and lift each other up. Yeah. Um, on that piece on resources, because I'm just looking at our time here, we're almost at time. Yeah. Um, maybe we should share some resources for anybody navigating career transitions and i'll just throw up here in the banner um some oh, resources yeah. yeah um so i on my website have uh, a roadmap for moms <laughs> five step roadmaps to get the the uh, to get more clarity around um creating the life that you really want um part of that would also be so it's talking you through that um but even if you're you know outside of that i would say taking first steps to creating your support network mm -hmm. having 
is another resource that I would uh, tap into on uh, top of exploring your values. What's really, what do you really want? What's important to you right now in that particular life uh, stage in your life? Um, it's obviously something that we can do as coaches too. That's something I regularly get my clients through hmm. and explore that. Um, but those would be the, the top three things. What about you? Well, where do I begin, everyone? Right? Um, resources are great to know. Like, really, like we stressed this a little bit on our last few shows about coaches needs coaches, coaches find a coach. I don't want to push people into the coaching realm. Like, see if it's meant for you. But think of um, different areas of where you can get that extra support is really good. Sometimes some people just like to use Google. So it's really the matter of thinking of what you feel comfortable with. Um, try it out. Try not to say no right away, I would say. Because you, if you've never worked with a coach, and I find um, when I take on new clients, and I'm like, do you know what coaching is? And it's actually, I have to like really educate um clients um okay no sorry i'm not supposed to give you advice here that's all you and they're like what i'm like no if you want my consulting hat on let's go but no this is like your space of thinking processing things and really getting to that goal in the end so try it out um see if it works for you if not there's so many different things that are out there for you exactly and um they're just just what you said basically <laughs> try it try it out get your support network in uh in line and um and and start from start from there yes and i've put the resources within the banner here if anyone's looking um to download what nadine has uh, but with that we are wrapping up so thank you for those who are turning into the show as mentioned uh, this is pre-recorded on the 14th, but still good content. Thank you, everyone, for uh, listening. Thank you to United Public Radio Network and the UFO Paranormal Radio Network. For next week, we have Sarah on the show. She has not been on the show yet. I'm really excited to have her. And we are talking about rewriting wellness narratives. So thank you, everyone, for coming to listen. Nadine is coming back in March. and. Please keep on listening and leave your comments. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Bye. Bye.